Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, joined by Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. The race for mayor of San Francisco is getting even more crowded with a new hat in the ring today. That's because former mayor Mark Farrell announced that he is running against Mayor London Breed, seeking to win back the job he held for a few months after the tragic death of Mayor Ed Lee. Yeah, I don't know if Mark Farrell actually does wear a hat, but it's in the ring now. Mark Farrell served as mayor for five months back in 2018. After almost two full terms on the Board of Supervisors, he was then appointed mayor by the board. He did not run to finish the rest of Lee's term as mayor in the special election that year, which was won by London Breed, and then she then won a full term in 2019. But now Farrell is going to run, which means there are four moderate Democrats now in this year's race for mayor. And for more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by former mayor Mark Farrell. Thank you so much for being with us. All right, so, so why the change of heart? You didn't want to remain mayor six years ago, but today you launched your campaign to unseat Mayor Breed. How come? Look, like, first of all, it's nice to be with everybody. Um, Over the past five years, I have watched our city crumble. People don't feel safe in their own neighborhoods. The conditions of our streets have never been worse. Our local economy um, has collapsed, and we've become the butt of jokes across our country and abroad. And I simply don't believe we can afford another four more years of this failed leadership under Mayor Breed. Why did you decide not to run the first time when you were filling in for the late Ed Lee? Well, to know me is to know um, that my greatest joy in life is being a father. And at the time, our children were ages 12, 10, and 5, and it was not the right time uh, to run an intense campaign, let alone serve for mayor um, for a long term um, at that point. Uh, Our children are older now. Um, we've had an amazing five years with them uh, since I left City Hall, um, and it is only with the full support of my family, my children, my wife that I'm doing this today. You have been quoted as saying that if elected, you will fire the current police chief, clear all homeless encampments, and reopen all of Market Street to cars to make it easier for people to visit. Uh, those are your key campaign platforms? We have a whole host of policy priorities um, and very detailed um, policy statements underneath each one of them. For me and what I believe uh, are the main issues facing our city right now, uh, what I will be laser focused on 
are three main topics. First of all, public safety. Second of all, the conditions of our streets, namely the homeless and drug crisis situations we have, and rebooting our local economy. Um, those are the three issues that I have fought for in City Hall when I was a member of the Board of Supervisors. Those are the issues I fought for when I was mayor. Um, and those are the issues that I will address on day one in office. So let's unpack some of those things. Uh, you, you know, you talk a lot about hiring many more police officers, but every police department around here has a shortage. They're all competing for the same recruits. How would you attract enough new cops to meet those ambitious goals? Great question. First of all, um, as mentioned, I do believe we need a new police chief. Um, our current chief is a good man, uh, a family man, but we simply need a leader of our police department that will do a few things. One, we need a leader that will inspire our existing police officers. Uh, second of all, we need a leader that will fight for the budget dollars necessary to make sure that we have enough police officers on the streets to protect our residents. Since I left office in 2018, our police department is down 500 police officers. I mean, that's an incredible number. Um, in addition, Mayor Breed sliced $120 million from our police budget two years ago, and right now is proposing 10% budget cuts across the board in every department. I don't believe we can cut our police and public safety department budgets. The number one job of government is to protect its residents, and that will be my number one commitment in office. Okay, let's continue to unpack those issues, too. So you also, your third, uh, or excuse me, your second uh, issue you were talking about were the conditions of the streets in San Francisco. How will you get around court rulings and homeless advocates who throw up barriers to clearing some of these encampments? Right. When I was mayor uh, for just under six months, I cleared out all large tenant encampments in San Francisco, and I will do it again when I'm in office. I think... Uh, the Coalition on Homelessness and the nonprofit uh, infrastructure that has grown around our homeless crisis in San Francisco must be reined in. Um, they have been controlling policy for too long, and it has to stop. Um, in addition, the federal lawsuit and the legal proceedings that, that are going on, while they matter, there are ways to be more aggressive where you can still achieve the same results, make sure that we treat those individuals on our streets with compassion, and offer them shelter and housing. But if they choose to live on the streets, if they say no to shelter and housing, I don't believe San Francisco should be a place that welcomes people and welcomes tents on our street at people's choice. The sidewalks in our city belong to everybody. I believe they belong to the young family that needs to get to the muni bus stop in the morning and that young children shouldn't wash, have to walk over kneels and feces to get to that bus stop. I believe they belong to the elderly in our commercial quarters who just want to go shopping and shouldn't have to wander into the street to avoid these tents. So we treat individuals with compassion. We get them into shelter and housing. At the same point in time, we stand firm as a city that our sidewalks belong to everybody. So let's talk about the, the major thoroughfare through downtown San Francisco, Market Street. It was closed to most vehicle traffic except for buses a few years back. You want to reopen it to traffic. Is that going to do it? I mean, what's that going to do? It's a step in the right direction. Look, down, the downtown core in our local economy is hurting, it's hurting like it's never hurt before. Um, I am a firm believer that unless you fix the public safety and street condition issues, you will not allow businesses or create the environment where businesses will want to come back downtown, where employees will want to come back downtown. However, 
We will do that simultaneously. By opening up Market Street back to cars, we are just encouraging individuals. We are promoting throughput. We are promoting um, traffic back into downtown. You know, it is crazy to me that we have a Market Street. By the way, go there any single day from a mid-market downtown area, let alone on a Friday. It's a veritable ghost town. The ideology that framed the idea of closing Market Street to cars simply isn't panning out. You know, when I talk to individuals that go downtown still, and there aren't many, they're complaining all the time about grabbing an Uber or a cab or a Lyft and having to go over to Pine Street to catch one of those. And they don't want to do that because it's dangerous downtown. Opening up Market Street is a simple step in the right direction of just common sense, of having a balancing act between those that are driving cars and need to get downtown by using cars and our transit-first policy. I believe in our transit-first policy. Um, I have young children still, and we ride our bikes. But Market Street, to me, is a common-sense solution to help build back downtown. All right. Well, thank you for your time. I'm afraid we're out of it for today, but I'm sure we'll have you on again as the year goes on. This election is in November, of course. Former mayor of San Francisco, Mark Farrell, thanks for being with us. Now he's running for mayor again. Now a four-way race at this point with some other minor candidates as well. There could be more in. And remember, there's no, this is not on the ballot in March. There's no primary. It's a ranked choice voting, instant runoff election. So the whole thing is in November, and that's a long way off right now. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.